one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Welcome once again to the most prestigious and acclaimed wrestling award since Joe Hendry Natty Bowens hooked up earlier this year. That's right, ladies and gentlemen and diddlers around the world, it is the third annual Culties. Oh my god. Third annual? Third? Is it only done? Have we only done? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Did we do it in 18? <laughs> did we do that? We must have done. I don't think we did the first 19, year. 19, 20, it's, 21. It's the fourth. Is this the fourth? <laughs> did we really? Bollocks. That's again. That's really So prestigious. Yeah, acclaimed. Yeah, been, I'm thinking Joe of, Hendry. I'm thinking of the winners there's been, and there's been three. We've already done three wrestlers I remember of the year. Ray Phoenix in 2021. Yeah, yeah. I made us look really Sheamus clever. won one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Nick Jackson. I think Ross nominated Nick Jackson one year. I, he lost yeah. that, yeah. Well, Osprey then. So we've had three, and then... This is the fourth. This is yeah, the fourth, yeah, yeah, yeah. One day you'll see you're so prestigious. By the way, that was me trying my best to be professional. <laughs> anyway, the Colties. Mm. The only wrestling awards that matter, I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah. The only one with the balls to be ahead of the curve. <laughs> oh, just saying, some of those previous winners are, oh, your current favourites? Just saying. Just saying. Jack, mm. Ross, and myself as the... You're the judge. The adjudicator. I was going to yeah, say, is yeah. that the right term? Yeah, the adjudicator. If this is your first time watching, first of all, where the bloody hell have you been? And second of all, the way it'll work is Jack will submit an entry, and then Ross will also do so, and obviously go back and forth, we'll vice versa. First, yeah. And then I will hmm and hmm and hmm, decide what's going to be best for not just Goldaholic, but the world of wrestling. Yeah. And then we'll put them. Not on there. Stages. Well, Post edit. They, yeah, exactly. Yes, thank you, Rob. Uh, and, and show them how the sausage is made. Sometimes you also throw in a few recommendations of your own, and I always enjoy that bit because sometimes you, you yes. come out of left field, and I'm like, "Whoa, I didn't think that yeah. person." So yeah, I'm not the guy in pointless that goes. You could have also said Richard Bread. Husband. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 cheers, pal. Bread. Yeah. yeah. Now Sally from Coronation Street. Oh really? She, I was watching the other week, and she was she was in Richard's chair because Richard's, Richard's left, hasn't he? Sally, Hi, Sally from Coronation Street, Webster, not Webster. The other the, the works in the Rovers. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think her shoot name <laughs> Full is Sally. Fringe. I think her shoot name is Sally. <laughs> I can't remember her <clears throat> actual character. Is that a rap name? <laughs> you know what? I like pointless, but not a lot of people do. So I might say to some people that it is an <clears throat> underrated game oh, show. Yes, which is not true at all. Oh, disregard that. Lean. Click the button, please. Click the button. Yeah. <laughs> How do they do it? <laughs> That's right. We, we've flown the team from Avatar 2 to be here tonight. So, what we'll do is let us 
be reminded of mm. previous winners, and then we'll go straight to Salvage Jack. Cool. She's wearing a hat. All right. 2021 <laughs> winner for the first award of most underrated, Dax Harwood. Okay. I think still stand by that. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a great. Yeah, it's a what great a lovely issue. arc he went on between the last arse end of last year mm. and the middle of this year. Absolutely, yeah. the, the modern day Noah. <laughs> so, Jack, who is your underrated pick for the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two? My underrated pick is from Impact Wrestling. Oh, go on. And it's a man named the current X Division champion, Trey Miguel. Uh, I've got reasons, don't worry. So at the start of 2021, that's when he re-signed with Impact, but his two stable mates went on to NXT where they became MSK. So suddenly he was a singles guy uh, and he spent most of that year having a big feud with Sammy Callahan, which he won. But then this year, he's actually spent much of it carrying the X Division and being the X Division champion. Uh, you never really hear his name get mentioned that much, but he is a great asset, in my opinion, to Impact Wrestling. Someone they really rely upon to have a good match with any given opponent at any given pay-per-view against a variety of opponents as well. Bigger guys like Black Tor, and Steve Macklin, uh, more experienced guys like Alex Shelley, pure baby faces like Speedball Mike Bailey, pure heels like Ace Austin, and I think he rises to match them each and every time. But recently, it, just the other week, a few weeks ago, he actually turned heel. So I'm excited <sighs> to see in 2023, because I've never seen Trey Miguel as a heel, so I'm excited to see how he does. He, he did that to become the X Division champion again. So he's, he's once again the X Division champion. So that's that's a nice Trey pick Miguel. for Impact Wrestling. We've had a stellar year that has gone. This is like Oscar's analysis. By this many is brilliant. Yeah, great. It's great. I'm, yeah, I'm that little voice, like, I'm like Terry Wogan, and I think, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, who is your pick? Well, I'll say this as because I say every single year when we do this award, there's a difference between underrated and underutilized. So I'm going down the road that you can be utilized, but also underrated, mm -hmm. which means I'm going for Chadwood Gable. More TV time than ever he's had this year, I would argue, where he's proved he's better than most of the wrestlers on the roster and proved he's a better talker than most of the wrestlers on the roster as well. However, he has won just 10 of 45 tele uh, 44 televised oh, matches this year's. And that's included main event appearances, by the way, where oh. the wins don't even matter, do they? Who watches main event? No. Nobody. Uh, five, of those five of those 10 wins, by the way, happened before the 21st of February. He has lost nine of his last 10 televised matches as both singles and tag team matches we can all see how he is the air 2000 kurt angle funny nerd who could rip your head off if you want to do come back to life he should at the very least be in the u.s title picture on raw if not the main event title picture because he is a bloody olympian didn't you just know, I do know um, and i'm just sick of seeing him being a glorified enhancement talent making other people look better while also making himself look very good as well i just think he should be higher up the card and therefore that what makes him underrated mm. That. I'm sorry, I was overcome with. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn right. That is a very, very good analysis there. And you are quite right. I think he's the backbone. Him and Otis, Otis. Master Reader, uh, the two the most important people on the Raw because mm. they've had the last few uh, months, even, yes, of Triple H's comeback have been I've got an idea and bring back that lad from AEW or NXT or whatever they've been mm. from. And that's been his go-to thing. And on Raw, typically, it's been like, well, how can we introduce this person? How can we let the audience know they're on that? Chad Gable and Otis are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that is a very good pick. However, underrated, they were the tag team champions this year, right? I'm on Before the check. February the 21st, I. That's right. So <laughs> that was their purple patch. Right. I've also got a point which could help Ross, but I think it's probably fair to say it anyway. You could argue they were transit they were just transitional champions between the two arcade. Uh, and I would say shoosh, shoosh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, but yeah, you are right. Uh so it one hand, hmm, underrated and they've won a title this year in um, but at the same time, Trey Miguel also. Well. So it's like oh. 
damn if you do, damn if you don't. As much as I appreciate Trey Miguel's work, uh, it would be it is funny for us to go. Oh yeah, you really underrated that show that we never pay attention to on the main awards. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with War Lad Chad. Fair War Lad Chad. He deserves it. He deserves. Yeah, it. both both very good picks though. Uh, mine. Oh yes. Here we go. Here we go. I had Steve Macklin as one of them, but because I start off the year going, oh that lad from the forgotten whatever. And then I was like, oh, my God, he can wrestle. Mm. Uh, then I looked and saw he's not had a lot of matches this year. The reason I didn't yeah. go with him. QT Marshall was also <laughs> my list because a lot of these AW Dark and Dark Elevation, et cetera, shows, um, sorry, it's Rampage, as Jim Ross calls them all, have had a lack of crowd enthusiasm and heat. Even with some of the big names you'd expect, they always come alive for QT Marshall, <laughs> who yeah. I would argue is AW's version of Chad Gable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mustafa Ali, uh, yeah. just because, oh, look at him. Woof, yeah. you would, wouldn't you? And, and, then, and he can do the wrestling. Oh, yeah. And he can do the promos. No one cares about that. <laughs> and uh, Willow Nightingale yeah, for being one yeah, of uh, yeah, sure. the many, many talents that AEW has that maybe they'll appreciate if uh, they remember them they exist. Full I of charisma, she... full of ability, full of, again, crowd enthusiasm, which is lacking in certain parts of AEW. Mm -hmm. So I hope 2023 ends up being her year. She could have a big year, yeah. She yeah. could go one or two ways this year or yeah. next year. She could be most underrated next year or she could be sort of wrestler of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the user. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> so and I know that was the most underrated I, and the half year I, winner. I like the oh yeah, well who was the half year winner? Just to con we're gonna just contrast who we was gonna say six we did this ago, six yeah. months ago because a, a week is a long time in wrestling, mm. is the news every week on the Collect Wrestling Podcast there's any evidence for. Most underrated, Angelo Dawkins. He's oh, he's stepped up. up. Yeah, he's, he's kept up. Even though he had a bit of a gap in the second half of the year, mm. he's, uh, he's kept it up. Yeah. It was like he was hurt, wasn't he? Like, oh, I don't know. They were just missing. Weren't they were both hurt. Like, they had that off. really good match with the Usos, and everyone thought they were going to turn on each other, and then they didn't. And then it... Yeah, because Triple H came in and went, like Chris Tarrant, but we're not going to give you <laughs> And I'm glad they didn't. So, now move on to the next award. The most improved. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think Joel is the most improved with that transition. Oh, exactly. Well, well done, Joel. Yeah. He's learning fast. Yeah. Just as well. Most improved last year, Tay Conti. Oh, Tay, oh, things of oh, Ty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty Conti, Tay, yeah. Ty Mello. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She's just stopped doing the wrestling this year. Yeah, I was gonna say, but say, <laughs> it seems a long time ago now. It's like okay, she fair enough. Then let the lads out of the shark cage <laughs> and the J. Pulled down the entire thing over there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So Tay Conti had a great year this year as well. So there's no need to wreck the set. She she let the JAS out of the shark cage in the barbed wire match. That was crucial. She had the match she, with Jade. Uh, yeah, well the done, match Jade. with Jade was my favourite Ty Conti match ever. Yeah, where they made the statement with the lip lock. Oh, yeah, every time I say that, people go, is it because they kissed? And I'm like, no, I just liked their match. It was yeah. good. But it was a brave statement to make. So. It was a brave statement. And speaking of brave statements, <laughs> Ross, who is your most improved of 2022? The WWE's on-screen product. Ooh. That is because everything is now in sync. Just scrunch up his paper in the corner. Sorry. <laughs> is that because it's the same or different? No, because it's not a wrestler. It's an award. Yeah. Um, everything's in sync now. Stuff adds up compared to, you know, at the start of the year. Things just happened one week and then they were forgotten about the next week. That doesn't happen anymore. Everything makes sense as far as I can see. There's more wrestling on the wrestling shows. Title Titles mean more than they have done in a very long time, Even especially the secondary uh, men's and, and women's tag team titles as well. Uh, the 24-7 title, the pointlessness has been like sort of brushed away under the carpet. Um, the commentators are allowed to speak like humans. They have a laugh now. They even reference history to back up their arguments. Uh, there's less meaningless chit-chatter in the promos and what 
whatnot. The shows have less crappy comedy, unless Johnny Gargano fancies a segment on Raw. Um, you need to be paying attention at all times now, by and large, because stuff happens in the background of shots and whatnot these days. Uh, the morale backstage, let's throw that in there. That's massively improved this year from the start to the end of the year. Um, I'm sure there's more, but that's that's, that's just more. That's, I think that's, you've, that's, you've yeah. done more than enough yeah. there, Ross. I mean, that's... <laughs> A very, very agreeable pick. Uh, as obviously people who love watching wrestling every single week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, God, it's been such a huge step up. Yeah. So, and he's Jack, coming back. The recent news. Merry Christmas. Stop it. No, yeah. right now, uh, everything is okay. Everything is okay for now. Jack, it's a tough one. Can you I know. It? I don't feel like I can top it, but it's worth a mention anyway. Mine is Bron Breaker. Um, I thought at the start of the year, most of us maybe saw Bron Breaker as someone with an obvious amount of promise, but also risked being pushed far too quickly, especially when he beat Chamber for the NXT title at New Year at New Year's Evil. That's when he did it. Um, since then, he's proven that he's more than capable of being. I don't know what I was. I'm going to being an all energy babyface at the top of the roster. <laughs> and WWE should clearly be excited by what they've got on their hands. Second half of the year was especially good. The unification match with Tyler Bate and the triple threat against Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough. Um, brackets plus whatever happened at deadline so <laughs> he, I wrote this before he had the you are right though yeah, yeah. it was a good match yeah. um, he may be the one being led through matches by the more experienced wrestlers but that's okay he has that Goldberg factor where you just want to see him run through heels also honourable mention to Delightful Hudson because <laughs> I mean oh that's a from, oh, like oh, Cody yeah. went from undesirable to undeniable yeah. he's gone from dull to delightful, delightful. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it's good but I Remember liking Bron last year, uh, so I don't think he's improved. I think he's actually stayed the same. But, uh, but obviously, your opinions, your opinions may vary, which is yeah. why we all have such fascinating podcast chemistry. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Glad you think so, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've all improved. We'll put ourselves in. That's good. But yeah, like I said, I think he's he's been at the same level as he was last year, to be honest with you. So I'm sure it's a, it's a nice compliment in some ways. But um, yeah. I'm sorry, Ross's pick. I know, you can't. It's, <laughs> yeah, because I got gonna... 100% agree with it. Brian, obviously, I still think he's as good as he was last year. Um, possibly, yeah, I'd say he has, obviously, if anything, he has improved, but I don't think it's like an enormous leap. How are we going to personify when it flashes up on the screen? Well, we'll see. A miserable picture of Vince McMahon and a happy picture yeah. of the game. Yeah. The Cerebral Assassin. The King of Kings. Triple H eating a pasty. If this was like a, if this was where, if some, if this was a real awards ceremony and someone had to get up to collect this one, I suppose it would be Triple H. They would be the entire Raw set. They yeah. haven't changed for three years. <laughs> uh, my most improved, uh, the acclaimed. Mm, they've got that banner matches now, aren't they? Mm. I mean, yeah, they went from oh yeah, a bit of a gimmick to, what what oh my God was that an earthquake? Oh sorry sorry, it's like, and the crowd reaction afterwards, or just keeping it over here in the UK where I've barely been paying attention to the wrestling scene I've got to admit but what I have seen Leon Slater mm. so I've just been, Tom oh, Campbell's the, a big fan of Leon Slater absolutely mm. God, I haven't I mean, watched enough of Leon from uh, roof raising performances <coughs> in the north to travelling over to America land and doing good over there. Is he also really teaching them how to wrestle? Like annoyingly young as well, and full of promise. Oh, he's like twelve. Oh, <laughs> you'll you'll hate him. Don't know, they get us anything. They get us anything. So uh, those are my honourable mentions. For the half year winner for this category, he had most improved Wheeler Yuta. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, right. Ooh, I think it's a uh, second half of the year, has it? No, I, I, what I saw online was that didn't Yuta and I think Garcia didn't they main event in AW Dynamite? I may be getting this wrong, but definitely Yuta or one of them. Main the pure title, yeah. And it did not do a good rating, uh, which I don't know rating. why they would expect it to. But they just had a good match at Final Battle. Of course. They did but... it on there because it was in Garcia's hometown. Oh, in Buffalo. Ah, it's when you. he won the belt, yeah. yeah. There was a rapper there as well with him. <laughs> That's what I remember. He came out with a rapper from Buffalo. 
<laughs> Yo, it's me, the Buffalo, the Buffalo rapper. Yeah. Hey, he's from here. But yeah, I, I still Buffalo like him. But... Mascots outfit. Ooh, no. It wasn't that. Move. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was really you. Know. <laughs> so imagine. That's what Wheeler anyway. Unit needs. <laughs> Even though it's Garcia that's from Buffalo. He <laughs> uh. should have won then. Mm. So moving on moving to the next. <laughs> oh, very good. Most charismatic. Right. To remind people last year's. Wow, certainly seats for this one. Roman Reigns. Wow, who'd have thunk it? Jack, who have you got for this year's most charismatic? Phil Brooks. Um, CM Punk, <laughs> I've gone for. That's um, an interesting one, actually. Yes, in OSW Review's video on All Out and the press conference afterwards, they spent a lot of time, like 20 minutes, dissecting CM Punk's rant and criticizing what he says, rightfully so as well. But then at the end, they all agree that it was an amazing promo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think, I think OOC goes... What a talker, though. <laughs> what a guy. Um, I love your impressions. He's a beautiful it. lady. Yeah. <laughs> despite all the stuff... They're that, all beautiful ladies. They're all, they've all got equally... Yeah. Um, <laughs> despite all the stuff that happened this year, Punk also reminded us that he's one of the very best talkers in wrestling and one of the most captivating presences. He also played a few slightly different roles with ease. The gullible babyface against MJF when he got turned on, when he bought into the whole, oh, I'm sad, and then he kicked him in the balls. Um, then a vengeful throwback to his older self for the dog collar rematch. Uh, the big time star against a more humble hangman page, brackets whether by design or not. Um, and then a hometown hero with his back against the wall for the ultimately ill-fated feud with John Moxley. Um, somebody pay him to be in their promotion, please. He is box office like 2011 Mario Balotelli. <laughs> 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 so... Yeah. Well timed there, just as Ross is getting yeah. the drink in his mouth. Fantastic. <laughs> That's a very good pick. And it really, annoy... I thought you were both going to go, nah, it's too much. You know what? He, he is even charismatic. Cons- he is a charismatic. You know, I hadn't even thought about it, but obviously you say it, it's the most obvious thing in the world now, but yeah, you are right. That's what he's got. He's got fans and everything else. Uh, and it would annoy people just to have given an award, which <laughs> we're all about doing here. So, uh, oh, is that yeah. Okay. So, Ross, it's, I mean, there's lots of other people you could pick, but what have you got for us? Well, my pick is like one of those running races where it's like a marathon, and the person who's been the lead all the way through, they're going, yeah, oh. but they haven't gone through the thing, and they've been pipped at the post by someone at last. So, my pick was going to be MJF up until like last week and then he had his pants pulled down by my pick who was Ricky Starks I can't we was trying to think last week of maybe a CM Punk example where MJF was like hands down beaten in a a promo off but I don't think we quite got there with a definitive answer but for me last week Ricky Starks definitively pulled down MJF's pants and therefore because MJF was going to be my pick the fact that Ricky Starks has done that makes him my pick and it's not as if he was quiet for the rest of the year they had the little promo packages and whatnot I know he was didn't have as much TV time as other people, yeah. I guess, in the, in the early parts of the year. But I just think, just because of what he did to MJF and the fact we haven't seen that over maybe three years of AEW now, I just think that deserves to win oh, the award. That's a really good one as well. Because you are right, I, I, I'm all about Ricky Starks. I think he's fantastic. But he's, it's the fact that he's just barely been on TV. Yeah. He's killed. And also, you know, that amazing three-minute match against Hobbs, which I think set him back. Why, why did that happen? We don't, don't know, know why that happened. <laughs> but you are right. The man is so charismatic that even that confusing decision and doing nothing but wear cool gear at, uh, <laughs> was it Beach? But not Beach Blast. Beach, beach break. break. Beach Break that they did, you know, and stuff like that. He's still been able yeah. to keep himself there and the crowd going, yeah, get him. Oh. The only reason I'm thinking about it, rather than just giving you this, is because I want to seem like I'm going to give you all the awards and Jack none. <laughs> but in, like I'm being a, but a, in picking Ricky Starks there, oh. I mean, 
It's like when it's like Come when on. an Oscar candidate goes down really well with the Academy. Like <laughs> you are a big Ricky Starks fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Like it's CM Punk's always gonna be thought of as charismatic, but Ricky Starks do the bucket. This could be his last <laughs> last time he wins anything here. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're sat here on the fourteenth, by the way. Is, yeah. If, yeah, we are. And what I will point out is don't worry about evening out the award you dish out we want to know your true opinion and if anything I would suggest that maybe a whitewash would even do well for the views of this video <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about that oh, if, just thank you. as long as I said that now instead of like you know he he always oh, picking Ross again yeah you know what I'm going to pick Ricky Starks Fair. because again thinking ahead which we all should be doing right now in December if he does start picking up, we can go, wow, look who mentioned... Oh, <laughs> we did. I don't know what Steam Punk's going to be doing next year, but mm. he'll probably be somewhere rich and miserable. Oh, yeah, I will say this was a hard... I'm interested to hear your honourable... Because this was there was loads you could pick for this category. There certainly was. Uh, Ghost Charismatic, I'm surprised that neither of you went for the really, really obvious one of Sami Zayn. We'll just I thought the man is oozing charisma from mm. whether he's just against Jackass and everything he's been doing with the bloodline I thought that was like there wouldn't be anybody in contendership for this apart from him so I'm surprised at oh, that he probably will crop up yeah we can't give him all the awards I guess yeah good point uh, or Kevin Owens oh, again yeah. who has had been on and off but anytime he's been there again Ezekiel Elias thing had <laughs> it was built around Kevin Owens people wanting to see his reaction to mm. that that yeah. was the entire thing anything else he's done this year, it's gotten big pops. The Austin Theory thing, he was so charismatic that he killed that man's career with one <laughs> promo. So Stone Cold thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Stone Cold thing. Rubber bald cap on. Yes. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So there's that. And Roman that's Reigns. it. Again, it's, just, it's one of those so obvious. Any of the bloodline. Yeah, any of the, all been, yeah, Right. Yeah. Those are crazy, crazy uh, years for them. And I'd also say the acclaimed again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah. again, might as well go with the obvious one. So that was the most charismatic of 2022. The half-year winner, to no one's surprise, MJF. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> again, yeah. That, everything after that bloody, was he on the plane? Was he not on the plane? <laughs> Stuff just like, all right. What was there even a plane? <laughs> yeah, do planes exist? <laughs> Australia isn't real. So we move now to the next category, which is... Bong. Hey, works now. Best non-wrestler. To me, this seemed... I've come with a backup pick in case... Because I was thinking about... I, I think if we both have the same answer, I just think that's what it should be, you know? Then can we at least both give our backup picks just anyway, just for yeah, fun? Yeah, yeah. Just, just for, yeah. Just for S's But, but yeah, do you think that should just... Aye. Matthew's not in the equation. Aye, if, if we're both <laughs> picking right, the same okay. thing. Matthew's not in the equation, <laughs> between you and me. So, 2021 winner... Non-wrestler Arn Anderson. What a year that oh, man yes. had in Where's 21. Where's he gone? Yeah, is he still locked gone? in Cody's garden? <laughs> <laughs> if he's locked up, he won't be locked up Cody, let me in. I'm very cold. <laughs> the enforcer. <laughs> so, best on wrestler. Uh, Ross, I think. Ross, yeah, it yeah. is. Let Ross, go on. Surprise us. It's, it's William Regal. Of course still. it is. Uh, the BCC promo package that took Twitter by storm. The serious yeah. commentary where he's telling us why wrestling moves are being done. Why the wrestler's taking the moves but part of his stable. While they're doing certain things with their bodies. Ooh, we're, we're taking that German suplex with our necks bent slightly to the left to protect them. Or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, the romance angle with Excalibur or other silly bollocks. And the greatest... Oh, bugger! We haven't tied this bow up very well at the end of a storyline, so let's travel back in time promo the history of professional wrestling that as well is another check mark in William Regal's uh, non-wrestling yeah it's just everything he did just yeah. everything he did yeah I've also gone for William Regal I was going to say anything else other um, reasons than I've what you said, said commentary video packages promos all amazing a question mark over the very last thing he did the heel turn with MJ uh, but regardless of where the booking has taken Regal you feel as though he's doing everything to the very best of his ability um, have you got an honourable like a secondary pick no I didn't I just came with that oh, one I gave a shout out to Excalibur 
But in a year which has seen the AEW roster swell, Tony Khan buy a whole new promotion, storylines become more slapdash, and stables pop up seemingly at random. Excalibur has really had his work cut out for him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well said. Yeah. yeah. And he's, and he's done well with it, so fair play. Yeah, good. So now that's, that's great. You both picked William Regal. That means I can pick one of Jack's picks. So that's <laughs> There's the bias gone. my William Yeah, exactly. Here's William, not yours. Not yours. So, yeah, what more can you say? He's, yeah. like you said, he's helped create more stars. I mean, it's made more stars look good than Ico Pro. So, uh, and yet he's been that thing to keep everyone's cohesiveness together, which, as you've said, and we've said many times, AEW severely lacks... And it's going to be interesting to see how they cope without him being there. Or until he does a 180 when he sees who's come back to WWE, I guess. But uh, for now, William Regal, were there any other contenders? Because uh, myself, my honorable mention, well, yeah, believe it or not, I also picked Regal. Uh, my honorable mention was going to be Stokely Hathaway. Okay. Mm. Uh, Taz? Pat McAfee, when he's not Pat. wrestling. Oh, yeah, commentary. Smackdown, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Cole? Michael Cole. I, was, I almost had him for most improved. Yeah, so right, Because right. Yeah. now that he's not got Vince yelling in his ear, he's him... Him with Pat and Weed, mm. it just sounds like a completely different human being. Um, He's alive. I've not been too up on Ring of Honor, but I did watch Final Battle, and I enjoyed the raw emotion of Ian Riccoboni and um, Caprice, Coleman. Caprice Coleman, because Jericho went after Riccoboni, and as I told Ross, Caprice warned him, he went, Riccoboni, run! <laughs> Jericho was coming for Riccoboni. I like them. They're all right. they, they bring a slightly different tone where it feels more like a sporting contest, but with emotion as well. But William Regal. Yeah. Lovely. Who won the half year? The half year was William Regal. <laughs> That's even before a lot of this stuff he did. Wow. The Tom Gretzky. He rocked up in April, I think, didn't he? And won the half year award. Wayne Gretzky. Tom Gretzky. Did I say Tom Gretzky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's that? I don't know. Some, 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 your mate. The Jimmy Hart version again. <laughs> yeah, my mate. Tom Gretzky. Moving on. Mo- Thomas Brady. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah, we go. Maybe that's what you did. The number one NFL, yeah. NHL. <laughs> what? Just move on, move on. Two, the next award. Boom. Best gimmick. Ah. Ah. Well. Best gimmick of last year. And this is interesting to me if you look back at uh, 2021. Cameron Grimes. Yeah, yeah. Where did he go this year? It was that he bloody game yeah. And it just kind of, meh. There's rumors that him uh, and Von Wagner are two of the front runners to be called up to the main roster. And I think that. He's kind of run out of stuff to do in NXT, so yeah, fair yeah. enough. They're Bring definitely outgrown the brand. Make him be fun again. Yeah, well, plenty of room for no, that. No, lock him away in the schism. <laughs> him, him, not Anderson sharing a cell. <laughs> so, Jack, is me. Got? Uh, Sammy Zayn for best gimmick of the year. Of course. Um, just, I don't really know what else to say that hasn't been said already, but he's been amazing in the bloodline. Um, I like, I like thinking back to when he had that first. I think it was the one in. Canada, so the users couldn't go over the border. And so it was just relying on him and Roman to kind of carry the show. And that's when it, I think they might have first realized, oh, these two have got really funny chemistry, where Roman's like manipulating Sammy. But the thing I didn't expect that really took it to the next level was that they have actually accepted Sammy and it's gone the way that we weren't expecting. I do think we will get a heartbreaking betrayal of him at some point soon. But for now, it's just really good. So my, my gimmick of the year is Bloodline Sammy, Sammy Uso. The honorary use. The honorary use, yeah. And now he's a full, oh, no, now oh. he's a full, yeah, he's yeah. full fat use, isn't he? Yeah. I mind Sam Uso as well. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what else you say there. It's yeah. much like a William Regal pick. It's just, it's the standout one. Yep. Yeah. Man, man carried Smackdown on his back like Atlas himself. Honorary use. The Usi one. <laughs> Master Usi. Do- do- doctor of Uthology, I suppose. Oh, there we yeah, go. he can decide what is and what isn't Usi, yep. which is good. Um, Master of Handshakes. I also nominate, I had like an honorable mention for the acclaimed. 
I said, yeah. uh, very appropriate, or as Cody Rhodes would say, very apropos. <laughs> Have you noticed now that yeah, yeah. since Cody, nobody says appropriate anymore. Everyone just says apropos because it sounds pa- like Whenever fancy. I heard that, hear that word, I hear Mongo from when he used to do commentary and go, we're talking apropos, not, not talking about garden utensils. <laughs> very appropriate. Or as Cody Rhodes would say, very apropos that they are aligned with Billy Gunn because they are the new New Age outlaws. Mm. But... Actually, I don't agree with that anymore because you pointed out earlier they're, they're really good at the wrestling as well. Mm. So, I don't yeah. think many... I'm one of the people that wasn't expecting them to be that good, but then it's like, oh, oh, they can hang with the, the big boys. They're a they're pop, big boys popping play. gimmick and they can wrestle well. But wow. it's Who knew? N- not enough to beat Sami Zayn this year, though. Yeah. Absolutely. My runner-up was uh, Chase U. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Because I'm watching NXT 2.0 going, I'm only watching this because Ross is going to ask 15 things about it on the podcast. And then Chase U show up, I'm like, yes, here we go, lads. There's do so you, many gimmicks I see. Do really like Chase U? Oh, yeah, like a lot. Of, <laughs> okay. I unironically hate the rest of the show and unironically <laughs> love Chase U. This is news to me. Uh, I mean, I love NXT 2.0. I feel 2.0. Like I've been stabbed in the heart. There's loads of gimmicks <laughs> to choose from in NXT. I can't think of one. Schism? Schism. They're all a tree. Nathan Fraser, professional footballer. Oh, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Von Wagner, I guess, is a sort of a game. Come, yeah, all over. Yeah. Get on my dancing shoes, Rob. Well, Ma- Malik and Idris were like a good guy, a good boy, bad boy combination, but now yeah. it's all about one of them wears fashionable clothes to yeah. honor his dad. Odyssey Jones, slowest man in the world. <laughs> slowest friend, worst yeah. friend in the world. Yeah, the super diva. Quincy. Super diva. Quincy, twerking Bus- on the Businesswoman. Surfer woman, woman. <laughs> with the new witch woman, surfer woman, fire woman. Oh, there's so many great gimmicks. <laughs> surfer woman's got the new groundbreaking move in wrestling. What is it? Oh, have you not seen this? Yeah. Been going around on Twitter. She gets on. Oh, the, oh, on it, like a, a front. I went on what NXT level up. I went. Oh, that's still on. <laughs> the move stole the show though. Well, it was petty theft at best. Uh, hey, Wendy so, Chew. I'm giving Wendy oh, Chew a shout out. Yeah. Been a great year for her. Can we move on? Ruined many just, lives. Rather than name every 2.0 gimmick. Roxanne Perez, who is now Booker T's daughter. What were we talking about? It the, was the best gimmick. Half year. Did you go for Sami Zayn, by the way, as well? Of course. Yeah, yes. okay. uh, Billy Gunn, Pooh House father of the acclaimed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah That's yeah, right, yeah, when yeah. they were going between his, his favourite sons. Took him up yeah. in bed and stuff like that. Mm, while right. Austin and the other one stood yeah. there. What's Colton. Colton, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Billy called him as well. What's his name? Ah, so we move on to the next one. Feud of the Year. Ooh. Last year's Feud of the Year. Hangman versus Omega. Oh, of course. I think it's fair to say it's still the best storyline AEW has done. Yeah. Yeah. I go to that. I didn't think there would be. If there would be, I'd be like, you're mad, ye. Feud of the Year, Jack. Is Who it have you got? It's me. Yeah, it's Ross. But I like... him. But okay, go on then. Oh, you don't like me. That's fine. I'm to cover I knew it already. Um, you and... You and uh, Tom, Tom Gretzky, whoever I said. <laughs> go ahead, pal. Uh, MJF and CM Punk. Yeah, we go. Um, it's still the best. Uh, it's you know, Hangman and Omega is the best view, but I think this is the second best view they've done. Uh, I've just written down things in a, a, a stream of consciousness here. Uh, Be My Valentine leading into Dog Collars, AFI, Devil's Deceit. The origin story of MJF being a dick. MJF cheating to win not once, uh, but two matches against CM Punk in Chicago which is where mm. CM Punk is from, by the way. Um, a nice, wholesome tag team night with Darby Sting and Punk taking on MGF, FTR. Uh, MGF and FTR. That's happened in that feud as well. And the other things that happened as well, the promos, the wrestling, the blood, the guts, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking back, I forgot. I didn't realise it's so weird how long a year can be in wrestling. Mm. I thought, oh, yeah, that was last year's thing, right? Look, oh, that was this year. Because yeah. it, it feels so long ago, right? Because it's yeah. been just such a long year. I'm like, oh, yeah. I loved everything about that feud. Yeah. Um, Again, the prestigiousness of uh, the main event 
big battle was it was the main event was to me that uh, match there with who was it the song that they played for Mr. oh Punk? misery Cantara. that's right yeah. <laughs> i listened to that song for ages just like away from wrestling because just and just thought that moment really came out piss you off because you didn't know i'm it. still gonna i'm still I waiting to learn about. the relevance of that song yeah. <laughs> oh. what, what did he do that for i don't understand <laughs> is he west ham fan <laughs> Um, mine was also CM Punk versus MJF I said the promos were obviously fantastic but MJF convincing us for a week that he might actually be the good guy was an unexpected twist that paid off the reference to the old CM Punk and the snake promo the absolute balls on Tony Khan to book Punk to lose in Chicago one of his best booking decisions question mark I've said one of his boldest booking decisions I'll go with that yeah Uh, and it made the rematch all the more sweet as well when the bad guy got his comeuppance in the end. Uh, a simple story of hero versus villain told in complex fashion, all tied together by two excellent matches. And as a bonus, it even helped maximize Wardlow's popularity at the time, although that has since been a bit squandered. Um, I also mentioned Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes as an honorable one. I had that as an honorable, but yeah, my mom was the same as you two lads. Aye. Uh, MGF, I think, has gone to the, hey, I'm going to reference something, something that went back to the thing. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, okay. But it really worked with CM Punk because mm. obviously the Punk fans know everything he's referring to, the pipe bombs, the snake, the ring of honor thing. So it really worked really well for people who are well-versed in the book of Punk. Mm. And I think that was uh, a good pick. We just both there. Yeah. Can't believe that was this year. That's so amazing. I know. <laughs> uh, I've picked my honorable one would be the bloodline versus the world. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just bloodline versus everybody else because it's been banger after banger after banger. Like Seamus mm. and Drew and bloody even Logan Paul ain't admitted <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey when, when they're right they're right so but yeah overall good pick lads I've um, also I've, I've I've been late to the party on this one and it's someone you've mentioned before and I've not really known who she is but I've since caught up and I, now I'm now on the hype train but I think Jordan Grace and Masha Slamovic have had a good feud as well in Impact Wrestling I'm all about Impact this year Go on, Impact. Good, just, that's all we want to catch up on Impact. Uh, yeah. Last week they're, of the year. They're steady on. They, they just, right. they, you can always trust them. That's right. Which is bizarre, of, because right. they were always the promotion that you couldn't trust. Weird. Right, and it was underrated. I was almost going to pick Mike Bailey, but uh. at the same time, I'm like, no, everyone I know rates the hell out of him. He's just not seen uh, by but many everyone people. you know is a wrestling hipster. I was wondering where that was going to go. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. A hipster I went with. A wrestling hipster. No, that's absolutely fair yeah. to say. And believe it or not, the feud of the year, half year was MGF Punk. Nothing's come along yeah. since to, to meet it. So, very good picks, yeah. lad. Let's move on to the next category of show of the year. Ooh. This is the major show, should point out. Like, the big, big yeah, show yeah. of the year. Because um, like weekly show and not the like big that. show, just an actual wrestling show. I know. <laughs> um, wah, wah. 2021 winner. Oh, sorry. Show of the year. AW All Out 2021. Of course. Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The returns are many. So, Jack, who have you got for this year? Or what have you got this year? Which I would never have guessed in the build, but I've gone for Forbidden Door. Um, So much hype about the AW New Japan partnership, but a pretty weak and rushed build to this one meant that it actually ended up over-delivering massively. It turned out to be a really consistent show, which didn't fall into the AW trap of every match having loads of everything, which I think is... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's what you've said in the past about NXT takeovers as well towards the end. Is that yeah. every match had loads of everything? Right, right. Um, two very fun exhibition style tag matches the Jericho Suzuki Eddie one and the Sting Derby Shingo and Bullet Club one. A high paced, spottier match between Osprey and Orange Cassidy. A big surprise and high work rate match between Zack Sabre Jr. and the debut in Claudio. A hard hitting main event between Moxley and Tanahashi. The IWGP title match may have been slightly let down and featured an unfortunate injury to Adam Cole. But apart from that, it really delivered from top to bottom with everyone. I think it's a sign of a good show is when everyone split on what the best match actually was. Because I've not heard any general consensus like that was the best match of that show. There was like five, you could say. So yeah, there we go. It's a lovely pick. I would say, before Ross even says this thing, it, your enjoyment of the show will vary on how much you give a damn about New Japan, I'd say, because mm. the build Not at all. was oh. awful. And didn't, I felt the show didn't have any long-term impact on AEW, so it felt more of a novelty than it did. Like like uh, WWE going to Saudi Arabia, I would say. <laughs> some of it's kind of, but some of it's not. Russell, All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to. How do they link together? Oh, yeah, New, like, New Japan like... is exactly the same as Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I feel like Ross has a counterpoint now. To okay, what you go just ahead, said. Ross. Yeah, because I don't give a hoot about New Japan Pro Wrestling, but my show of the air is the Forbidden Door Paper. Really? Game. Despite the fact, the only thing I'd add, okay. add to what Jack was saying is despite the fact that it was cursed with injuries before the show even mm. started, mm. the amount of people that oh, had right. to pull uh, out, Zack Sabre Jr. Was it Ishii? Ishi? No, Ishii was there. It was in the four way, sorry. Oh, no way. That was Daniel Mystery. Danielson, that was it. It was going to be Zach Danielson, yeah. And then Claudio rocked up to make his yeah. debut which was the best of a bad situation I yeah. guess yeah. but yeah just as you said I couldn't give a toss about New Japan I never have done I've tried to when Wrestle Kingdom rolls around I always make sure to watch them because that's the big event of the year and they're always good but it's just a standalone wrestling show just watching up and down the card I remember us dreading the length of it on the podcast before yeah. it but watching it it just flew by it didn't feel like 17 million matches whatever the hell was on the card so that would that would yeah forbidden door for me I am genuinely surprised at that. Yeah. But that's, again, opinions are great, aren't they? Well, I mean, smell. your own one is, and everyone else is awful, obviously. <laughs> but no, that's a that's a very interesting way of looking at that. I maybe don't like the show as much as others, just because of the, what I've said. But also, I had COVID, so it took me two uh. sittings just to physically be able to sit down and watch <laughs> it. So maybe um, maybe if I watch it now sober, I'll be like, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this was a great show. I'm not saying it wasn't, because as you said, what was? Did you have any favourite matches? Well, Orange Cassidy Osprey was the standout for me, yeah. Because they both told the story, didn't they? These two lads who can't tell stories, they told That's the story. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was probably my standout match as well. But I really liked the Jericho tag match at the opener. It was really fun. Just a bit, uh, big old fun. Yeah, big, big old, old dirty fun. bollocks. Big dirty fun. Shout yeah. out to big dirty Clark Connors as well. That was it. <laughs> yes. That was the Rootin tootin' cowboy himself. Oh, he just got shoved in at the last second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dabbled yeah, yeah. at Miro's four matches this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's as good as winning a title. Yeah. God. Well, very surprised there, but also not surprised at the same time because it was a hell of an event in terms of just match quality. 
I thought AW Revolution had this. Like Ooh. in the back. I don't even think it was a a, a question. The one with Kingston Jericho. Um the three way tag match. Uh what else we got here? Dog CM Collar. Punk MJF, Dog Collar, mm-hmm. uh Moxie Danielson. Page Cole and that big old six man. Oh yeah, Regal debut. I yeah. thought, it, yeah, the Regal debut. I thought that was like the absolute cert. I thought it was a dead Fair on enough. win, but that's a good wow. That's why I don't bet. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Then my other one would have been SummerSlam because oh. I watch it with friends that I hadn't seen for ages. So we actually watch it around like the good old days. Twenty one. I didn't even watch WrestleMania with mates because it was because of the Stag do. Uh. So I had to watch it completely out of my head, going, "Oh, this is great." Um, so SummerSlam, I'd say, was a hell of an event. Uh, did you have any preferences on the WWE night event? one? Night one of WrestleMania, not mm. night two. No, night two was the bad one, wasn't it? Or was it night one? Was, no, Ooh, they night... both had positives. Night two had a. Sammy Jackass. That was night two. Yeah. Night one was Becky Bianca, mm-hmm. Austin, Cody. Owens, Cody mm-hmm. and Rollins. Yeah, yeah. But, but night, I remember night two falling flat with Brock and Roman in the main event wasn't. It was what, what was. It yeah. was as good as it could have been. And then really, Vince's yeah. bit was there. <laughs> the best stunt well, of all time. <laughs> I, until the other day when Ross mentioned it to me in the office, I really quite confidently picked Forbidden Door thinking that he was going to pick Clash at the Castle because of being there in the Atmos uh, and everything. Yeah. But, but yeah. I just think if you weren't there live, I don't think you would get much out of it as a show. If, I thought <sighs> Gunter and Sheamus is obviously fantastic viewing for anyone watching, but mm-hmm. I think outside of that, I think if you were just at home and not like in the atmosphere, I thought you would be quite like, oh. it was. It was a very solidly average show, you could but tell, the crowd reaction. Yeah. Like, you could I tell watching it, said, yeah. but you could tell even if you weren't there, though, that the crowd were amazing. You could tell from home. So that, I think that added to it anyway. Yeah. Not I as much, said, obviously, as being there live. But. I would have said, yeah. If Drew had bloody won. Yeah, if he hadn't maybe, had a yeah, sing yeah. with Tyson Fury. I, I, I'll just put it down. No, put it down. No, put, <laughs> the, put ending was, down. the ending was... Silly. So, yeah, great year for shows. The half show of the year... <laughs> Forbidden Door. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. There we go, yeah. Very consistent. Now we're going to the even more serious awards. The match of the oh year. Oh, my God. God, there was a lot to pick from. Yeah. Uh, last year's winner. Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. All Out 2021, a.k.a. Okay. The Cage One. Right. God, there were so many bangers that year. That seems like it could be one of five different matches. There's and this, this year, year is no different. Ross. Ross, what have you got? The one you don't like. I went for Gunter versus Sheamus ah. with Bret Hart at ringside. For one, I was there, so it was twice as good Ooh. maybe as it would have been watched at home. Even though I reckon it was still very good at home as well. Uh, Giovanni Vinci making his return to Imperium, mm. the, the sexy Italian model that he is. Uh, the ba- Imperium, as, as Imperium. Aye. As Imperium, but also with his sexy Italian model name. <laughs> but they had the the spot at the start with the eye of the storm. Gunter and Sheamus just stood there while all their little friends just were going radio rental around them. That was good. Then they twatted each other for a long while. I remember a Gunter big boot was absolutely amazing. He chopped Sheamus off the top turnbuckle. Scoop slam on the stairs, which would play into the finish of the match. Uh, Gunter dominated. For, Gunter Gunter dominated for ages, which made uh, Sheamus's chest redder than a baboon's ass, uh, and also made Sheamus's fight back with a dick in the ass to make a, a little dip of the cap to that wonderful music It was theme. a song, it was a song. <laughs> it was a, one of our WCW themes. Fight back with, with a dick in the air. Yeah. It, was, oh, it just oh, sounded... Thank you. Thank you the context. It just like, sounded like that was You know, that everyday expression. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fight, a big fight I back with a dick in the air. John, John Madden would say it regularly on Monday night. <laughs> but Sheamus' fight back was made twice as good just by the visuals <laughs> like of what Tom happened. Tom Gretzky is fighting back. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Okay, uh, so and then we got to the finish, obviously, where yeah. Sheamus's lower back injury from the scoop slam on the stairs and everything else that happened to him played into it. And it just the power bomb and then the lariat for the win was just a fantastic mm. lariat. And then I love an ovation where someone's lost, but the crowd you can just see him like rise 
as it goes back up the stand. And that's what happened for Seamus because he is a lovely fella. Mm. Like the end of Cool Runnings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He'd give it his best, didn't he? <laughs> the car, the car <laughs> off Seamus like that <laughs> on the finish line. That's a hell of a pick. It's, yeah. It's so obvious. I wonder if Jack has another one or he's just going to go for that. No, I've got a different one. Oh, good. But I've realised that I, I haven't written a blurb for it for this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Speak with your heart. Um, I'm going for FTR Briscoe's one at, um, oh, okay. at uh, Supercard of Honour. Okay. Wait, it was Supercard of Honour? I think so. At Supercard of Honour. The one that's not two out of three falls and the one that wasn't the the recent one with the dog collars. Um, basically, if we did a tag team of the year category, I don't think we could... Maybe the Usos, but FTR have had so many... Amazing matches. That'll be this a, year. We should add that. Yeah, true. Yeah. We should. Um, <laughs> Next year. But uh, they've had amazing matches with Aussie Open, the Briscoes, the Bucks, like everyone. They've had really good matches. Yeah. But, um, the New Japan fellas as well. But I think the first one with the Briscoes was a bit like I, I like like the the matches that the Briscoes have in when it's more like wild and hardcore, like the GCW ones where they're slamming each other through doors and that. But when they were in this match with FTR, it just made me realize that like. The the FTR have kind of you know how they were always giving it the big one about we want to bring tag team wrestling back and everything. Well, this year they've actually sort of done it, and this match was like the prime example of that. It just kept elevating and elevating and elevating. Um, I preferred it to the two out of three falls one, just because of the shock value, like of how good it was. You then knew the sequel was going to be good, and I preferred it to the dog collar one because even though it was wilder and there was less rules, I think FTR. This sounds really wanky, but I think FTR work best when there are rules to work around and to overcome. Um, with tactics and strategy. So I know that's more of a love letter to FTR than it is to the match itself, but... I, I no, but I think both are deserved this year. Everything you said was incredibly valid. So. Um, so I'll go for that one, but also an honourable mention too. Uh, the dog collar match, CM Punk and MJF, yep. and uh, Hangman Page, Brian Danielson, the one with a winner, not the one that was a draw, that was last year. Oh, that was this year. But the one yeah. where Hangman beat him, yeah. and there was blood, and like uh, it yeah. went like not as long as the last one. It was a TV match. But I'll go for FTR Briscoe's one, I think. You yeah. think? I think. It's hard, <laughs> you know what? Man. FTR's had so many. Don't, I, know, I don't blame well, you I for nearly it. Went, I've just recently watched the Aussie Open one as well, and I was like, oh, my God. Which show was that again? Uh, Royal, Royal Quest. Quest. At the Copper Box. Mm. Copper the Box. one where he's walking around the ring during his entrance, and he goes like, Tony, book us. Oh, <laughs> oh, I remember yeah, now. Yeah. Right. Um, Must run a little bit of that match. So, just any FTR match. But, yeah, yeah, God. Wow. Hmm. I'm only going to go with Ross because one, I love Gunther, and again, Hipster Matthew going, oh, now yeah, I like Gunther. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, and also just because if we vote you, it means we we'll have to pay attention to Ring of Honor when it comes to <laughs> this yeah. year. Let's pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> it makes our life a lot easier. I will say a point in Ross's favor is that like this was a, an example of a formula that already exists, a really, really good tag match, whereas the Gunther Sheamus one. Was, I wasn't expecting it to go in that direction. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Again, the, the Renaissance man himself, Seamus. Mm. Banger after banger mm. after, after banger. banger. Rest I mean, of the year for 2021. Uh, absolutely. Mm. And now, <laughs> some people went, what the hell? Again, ahead of the curve. Just saying. Just saying, I huh? still think that Brian was robbed last <laughs> year. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, looking at my own rubber picks, I had Wheelie Yuta versus Moxley. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The first one. Mm. It's a shame, though. I will probably wouldn't have picked overall just because... Yuda has had that great match and then has done sod and all for mm. the rest of the year. Not his fault, obviously. Um, Usos versus Street Profits from Money in the Bank, aka the only reason to watch that bloody show. Mm. Um, Punk MGF, yeah, sure. Anarchy in the Arena, 
Yes. Because just the sight and visuals was... Is that when they played the theme music? Yeah, They, yeah. they yeah. knew jacked it. <laughs> As the kids say, uh, Eddie Kingston with the fire. Yeah. Not the fire, sorry, the petrol. That makes fire. That visual was good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Danielson is... I mean, there was nothing like it this year. Uh, Reigns versus Lesnar at SummerSlam, which I'm only putting down because, again, watching it live, we were losing our minds. Oh, yeah, the tractor. The ring. With the Jaeger, yeah, yeah, the tractor yeah. came in. It's probably not that good of a match, but just the sight oh, of so that good. alone was just made me lose my mind. Bella versus Becky from... Uh, I couldn't pick either that or the SummerSlam. They were both great this year. Yeah. Um, Cody versus Seth at Hell in the Cell. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Spectacular. My, my other honorable mention would be Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville. That was a little <laughs> <young as well>. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aiden Gibbons' best match. Yeah. He loved that match. Yeah. Swerve Nagori versus the acclaimed, the first the one. one. Yeah. Where, again, I liked it because Kenny Omega had his uh, six man tag and then went, hey, follow that. Mm. And then the acclaimed did. Like, ha ha, get stuff. Um, Jamie Hayder versus Tony Storm from Full Gear. I'd say it's probably the best AEW women's match this year. I can't some think of there was a four way that was good as well, but yeah. I preferred that just because Jamie Hayter finally ascended to the throne. And the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a good old fo- uh, good old fashioned Donnie Brook. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Donnie Brook, of course, mention? was uh, Tom Gretzky's tag partner. <laughs> um, as we sit here on, oh, I don't even know what the day is today. The but 14th of yes. December. That's the, 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 the 14th. Just this week or last weekend, the, the men's. Survivor, Iron Survivor, that match was unbelievable. I came into the office with a spring in my step because I was so happy about that match. Wow. And then I told all Fraser and Jack Atkins and them, and none of them had watched it. I was like, oh, <laughs> justice for NXT. Dillo Steins. Yeah, no. Any other honorable mentions from you, Ross? No, that was it. Just, yeah, Sammy and Johnny, and then the, 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 pecta- the spectacular match was going to be my other honorable mention. Mm-hmm. We'll never see anything like that ever again. We hope not. Yeah. Uh, uh, the match of the year, unsurprisingly, was for the half year, Punk versus MJF dog collar. It's just been pipped, but it was still good. Missed it by this much. Now, the very important, the main event of the Culties 2022. Do we have promotion of the year as well? That's the one. What about wrestler of the year? Is that not the main event? Yeah, we've got wrestlers of the year's main event, isn't it? This is the co-main. This is the no, main. because this is the one that we gave to 2.0. <laughs> oh, right, 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 The rest of the year is the lights out match, you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, promotion of the year, because... Thank you very oh, much for doing no. it. Oh, uh, no. To remind everybody, last year was AEW. Yeah. 2021, very deserved. A bit not perfect or anything like that, but I'd say head and shoulders above WWE. Things have changed a lot. So, Jack... Ross? No. Yeah, Ross yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? No, Wait. you did Gunther. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I am right oh, sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. Um, don't panic. I've prepped Ross for this. I've been told not <laughs> to make told, faces. I've said, please don't laugh at me. Um, stardom. Don't worry. I've done my research. No, I knew he was going to do oh, this. this is I'm not making... No. no, don't worry. I've done my research. and I've Go watched. Quite, I watched some Stardom matches to justify my points. And I've, that would help. Because I was stuck, right? WWE had a bad first half of the year. AEW had a bad second half of the year. I wanted to find a promotion that did one the whole year. NXT cannot be allowed to win as a standalone thing. I've said Impact were doing so well, but for me, just have fallen slightly off the rails towards the end of the year with Kazarian winning the X Division title. There's a bit of a step back. I think he's the elite hunter. Plus, like Bully Ray. And Bully Ray like suddenly yeah. being in the main event scene. And uh, also, uh, I quite wanted Masha Slamovich to beat Jordan Gray, which, uh, but she didn't. 
It feels like they've got all the pieces on the roster but aren't fully going all in with them. So instead, I've gone for Stardom, the biggest and arguably best Joshi promotion of all. Stardom have been one of the few promotions that didn't suffer too much in the pandemic and has since thrived in the year or two after the pandemic. The five-star Grand Prix, which is their G1 Climax-style big round-robin tournament, has been excellent this year. My Out of the matches I watched of Stardom, my favourite was the final of that between Julia and Big Tam Nakano. Um, she just sounds like a Scottish bloke. It's funny. Big Tam. Um... <laughs> Julia won. It was a really crucial time because Julia is a crucial name for them. She has serious crossover appeal. She is like half Japanese, but half Italian. So she's, she can speak various languages. She's a good, good ambassador for the company. Um, she's also uh, one of their most captivating workers and is also maybe the most charismatic woman on the roster. On December 29th, at their last big show of the year, she will have taken on Suri, the main champion, who won the belt the same way last year. Uh, she's been their top champion all year, and it's been a strong reign from Suri. Big wins over Mayu Iwatani, Momo Watanabe, and most recently, Utami Hayashishta. So it's been a strong champion. The champions held the belt all year. It's been strong at the top of the card. The big historic crossover show, which Richard Tubman went to with New Japan, was a success. And so Kairi Sane, or Kairi now, crowned as the first ever IWGP Women's Champion, which helps their case as well, because it's an interesting political move. It'll only be defended on New Japan shows. It's a necessary growth of women's wrestling in Japan um, and maybe Sasha Banks will get her hands on them. Uh, um, also, the tag division has been grand as me and Tom discussed on the recent breakdown of the PWI Tag 100 uh, with FWC getting number five in the, in the list and having some great matches and also they've got the high speed division which is like the cruiserweight division and has one of my personal favourite wrestlers on the card, Starlight Kid who's a masked heel who can do all the flips and she's like four foot two. There we go. Stardom, Stardom's great up and down the card and has been all year. Wow. Well, I wasn't expecting that. I really had to, I really had to like, back Bless it up. You. And you got that all written down and prepared. I'm very proud of you. I couldn't have done it without the notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. But not very good there. Um, I look forward to hearing Ross's talk about that in his Rise and Fall of Stardom video from 2024. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they haven't but, fallen yet. No, their star is rising that still. That happens with stars. They <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that none of this has been brought up in the podcast that we do every yeah, week until no, now. Well, so uh, are you one of these people that just pretends not to like this thing until... No, I'll be honest. You find I'm, someone who does like it. It's like, oh, thank God, I can talk no, to somebody like, about it. Since I started thinking about the coldies on the horizon, I've really been cramming my stardom. It's like an, it's like the stardom exams tomorrow. Oh, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, so I've crammed it all in. And is this just you wanting to curry favor with the Yoshi audience? Or? Yeah, I want to get back in Japanese Twitter, wrestling Twitter's good books. <laughs> I know, that's, <laughs> all, that's always in the back of your head. I'll rather mention to Lulu Pencil then, obviously. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm more a fan of the serious Japanese women's wrestling, not the comedy Japanese women. Because as we know, when I slagged off the Japanese comedy wrestling, Twitter came for me hard. Not in that sense. Jesus. Please, someone else, <laughs> jump in, someone else. Well, thank you, Jack. Oh. Have you... Correct me if I'm wrong, have you nominated Yoshi Promotion for wrestling? No, I've nominated year? one of them for... Maybe wrestler of the oh, year. Oh, that's right. And that yeah. was Suri who had her big title run this year. And so. was she your favorite this year? Um, no, Julia, the new up-and-comer, because I'm fickle. <laughs> I think we all are, so that's absolutely yeah. fair enough. So stardom there. Ross, who have you got? WWE. Now, the highlights of the second year are obvious. I've went through the improvements earlier on in this video, so if you skip that one, rewind and you heal that one there. So I've just tried to list down the highlights from the previous regime's portion of the year to prove that there has been oh, some okay. good things That's a good idea. all the way across the year. Yeah. Um, the the on-the-fly main event from day one was a hoot, even if it was good to see Big E lose his title the way he did so. Reigns versus Roman. Uh, Reigns versus Roman at the Reigns Rumble. <laughs> Reigns versus Rollins at the Rumble. I'm, supposed to, I'm the one who fumbles the words here. He's doing the gimmick. Oh, Come God, on. that was this year as well. Yeah, uh, with the shield gear and whatnot. Yeah. Shane McMahon pissing off after the Rumble was fantastic. Yeah! Uh, and also the story of his entrance was also brilliant. <laughs> um, 
Go out there, Wendy. No. <laughs> then we had uh, Roman Spaffan on Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. Becky versus Lita in Saudi Arabia. Liv Morgan cashing in was in the first half of the year, even though I think everyone was wanting oh. the lady to hold the briefcase more than like a few hours. She went and did it, but it was a great moment anyway. Mm-hmm. I remember the crowd loving it, and then it fizzled off. But yeah, yeah, you're right. uh, WrestleMania Backlash was a solid enough show, but the Bloodline and versus Drew and RK Bro was good. Yeah. Cody versus Seth arguably had a better match than their WrestleMania match at WrestleMania Backlash. That's a big claim for me. I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that one between the cage match and the first match. Yeah, I watched. I watched. I watched your what happened at video. Was I saying that it was? Did I say it was better? It might have the... been better than the, the WrestleMania one. Oh, oh. I can't remember it. Wow, <laughs> this is what—it's a real bad thing when you go. Wait, who said? Oh, I've we been, do. My, okay. my memory is oh, my, shot. I've That's been why cited as a point against myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, WrestleMania 38. The highlights that went through earlier on there. Uh, Cody and Seth inside Hell in the Cell, and also they are the promotion that you know kind of brings NXT to the masses and the joy that brings everybody as well. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the second half of the year, we all know what they are, but the first half of the year, that was the highlights for me. That's a good yeah. way of doing it because I had I had misremembered a lot of the first half of the year. They were bad things, but there was some good things as well. But That's I need to say, doing. we're sat here on the 14th of December. Yesterday was the day the Vince McMahon news broke. Oh God, if yeah. he's allowed back in, I would, I'd just take away my vote and just give it a jack because <laughs> he can't be allowed back in. If he's no. brought him back in, no. they can't win promotion of the no, year. No. But we're ah. sat here like half a month before the video goes live. <laughs> I was going to say, I would... Uh, I'd, I'd not even pretend to know anything about stardom. The only thing I watched was the Gold Rush event with the big bowl pile of money that split a half and went everywhere and was very funny. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. But bit, w- go on, sorry. It was a bit, bit comedic for my like, and I like the serious Japanese women's <laughs> dress. So with what you're saying there, I would protect ourselves by putting WWE in and saying... In brackets under Triple H. Yeah. Okay. Fair because, enough. like I said, it's it's easy. We'll look back and just see the highlights. Obviously, it's been loads uh, during uh, of the era, but it wasn't that enjoyable to watch because it's all over the shop. It's like a different show with the way people act and talk. And again, uh, make you go, "Hey, remember last week?" And you go, "Yes, yes, I do." <laughs> wow, they remembered. <laughs> Bloody hell! So I enjoy watching it, even if it's not all hits. There's Definitely more uh, positives than negatives on the shows and we're on SmackDown. Can't speak for main event because it doesn't exist. So I have to go with WWE this year just for the improvement. And again, just again, it's not as if AW is the worst show that has ever been made. Obviously, there's tons of talent and obviously there's loads of good matches. But as a weekly episodic thing, it's it's if you've got a bunch of papers and dropped them on the floor and had to scramble to put them in order. It's so, so. annoying. I want AW to be really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want there to be a, a really good alternative. Like every, I think everybody does, but we did the, uh, the, the sort of like the pitches video for 2023 for each promotion yesterday. Mm. And writing the AEW one was the easiest by a mile because the error, the, 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 the issues that we don't like were more glaring than yeah. ever before in the three years before. So yeah. it has fallen off a bit, but hopefully it can get back on track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the most recent rampage to us sat here on the 14th of December was good. I've just thought the best rampage doesn't. for ages. Yeah, you not watched it yet? Oh no, I've watched it. Yeah, just, I wasn't expecting it? you to because everything we say about AW rampage is like, well, this, 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 this happened. But in it's, it, two it minutes. Was, they slowed down everything. It was nice. Mm. It was a nice hour of TV to watch. But uh, yeah, hopefully they get better. Um, I've just thought like. Is this picture going to be Triple H with now two? He's cleaned up at this award show. <laughs> two pasties. Going, like... My God, Triple H. <laughs> you insane. So, well done. And promotion of the half year was infamously NXT oh. 2.0. And you know what? I still stand by that. So do I. In terms of just enjoying wrestling in the first half of this year, they blew everyone else out of the water. Yeah, I guess That's so. why we voted for it. I guess so. Didn't we all? Yeah. 
<laughs> so now that that's out the way, just the, the small issue of wrestler of the year. The We've clairvoyant award. Yes, exactly. Yes, because 2021 wrestler of the year. Sheamus, the most consistent, well, one of the most consistent up there with like the Lashley's and Reigns um, of the promotion. Yeah. Like I said, I'd tune in and go, God, this is a terrible roar. Ooh, Sheamus. Uh, and this year he's done pretty much the same. So it'll be interesting to see if you've stuck with that pick or you pick someone different. Ross. Ross. Now, I'm poking a bear here, a cocaine bear by doing this pick because you are sat there. You are the guy who's going to make the final call. But I'm going to go for Seth Rollins. Oh. The match with Roman at the start of the year, the little tag team saga run, feud, partnership, friendship, feudship with Kevin Owens, whatever the hell that was at the start of the year. Um, he took part in all of the big set-piece matches of the year, like the Elimination Chambers, the Money in the Banks, all that sort of stuff, did well. Then we have what is making him wrestler of the year for me, the sagas against Cody and Riddle. The fight pit fell a bit fat against Riddle. Uh, felt a bit fat, a bit flat against Riddle, but the rest of it was good. Uh, the Good triple threat at Survivor Series as well, and then all the stuff he's done on Raw. It feels like every time he wrestles on Raw, if it goes over 10 minutes, it's going to be a very good match that we give a solid three and a half to five stars every time. He's become Mr. Dependable this year. Nice clothes also, and nice baby. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solid. Solid, oh, it's yeah. the baby that makes it. <laughs> I mean, what you've said is incredibly true. Uh, the same things that we said for Seamus is she uh, the same for Rollins, so it would be very hypocritical of myself to go, no, because, yeah, he's very good, and he's arguably been more charismatic than Seamus this year. Because I drop off because they put him against the bloodline and no one's winning that battle. Yeah. Uh, he comes out and goes, ha, 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 and the crowd go, yay! <laughs> Whether he's a heel, a face, or a healy, facey heel. <laughs> so, yeah, in terms of in the ring, can't fault him. And, yeah, damn. I mean, I don't personally like him, but you are right. <laughs> I can't argue with the facts. So, uh, Jack, save me. I've been really cheeky. I've been a cheeky boy because at the half-year awards, I believe I nominated Moxley and Ross nominated Dax. Yeah. And I've now switched... My opinion, and now I'm nominating Dax Harwood <laughs> for wrestler. Are the you year. really? Oh. Yes, but I looked at you know what you know who swung this award. It was Dax himself because he tweeted that tweet where it listed all of the good matches he'd had this year, singles and tag. And was I it was just like, all of his matches then? Well, <laughs> yeah, essentially. One? Well, yeah. I mean, he's had he's had the series with the Briscoes. He's had the yeah. match with Aussie Open. He's yeah. had the match with the Bucks, which yeah. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that went which well. I think was a good match, but the Bucks kind of weaselled out by losing on TV when they beat FTR in such a high-profile way. Matthew's getting a call. I am. It's it's Dax saying you better have nominated me to, again. If you need no, to take no, it, this okay. is more important. No, I don't. No, it's not no, Matthew. No, no, come on, Matthew. We can it's hit right. the pause button we if can. you need to. No, no, no. no. Okay, um, this is the most important sure, thing sure of the year. <laughs> Wrestling Observer, ob Observer, who? Uh. Zodiac um, what? What PWI? <laughs> who never heard of you? Um, but he also had some cracking singles matches as well. Yep. And also, crucially, um, which I feel harsh on Cash because he's brilliant as well, but Dax is the, the more, I'd say just the more comfortable promo of the two. Cash is still good, but Dax can really bring emotion into it. The stuff with his daughter was really good. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though I wasn't a big fan of the feud, with that was one of their weaker moments of the half of the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. But still, it uh, he's great on the mic as well. And he's um, even though that they as a team they're more natural heels. I think that it's been nice to see them get big, massive receptions wherever they've gone this year. So I'd like to nominate both of them, but he's had good singles matches and has the edge on the mic. So I'm, I'm going to nominate Dax. I mean, he's a very good pick for Brett, wrestler of the... I beg your pardon. <laughs> best wrestler of the year. Excuse me. Oh, and it's actually... Yeah, it's a very... 
like chess master pick because we didn't pick him for uh, what the other award was most underrated or whatever. Oh, that was last year. Yeah, yeah, but what did you nominate him for earlier? Was it most improved or? No, um, I nominated um, FTR for match of the year. Match of the year. Yeah, yes, yeah. thank you very much. So, because I'm going to have a tag team of the year. I think we, we do, do need to put... Should we chuck in tag team of the year yeah. next year? Uh, it's, again, Rollins is good, but he's good on a roster now in WWE that has right now on Raw, uh, Lashley, Owens, um, the Usos when they show up, obviously. Austin do thing. Theory. Yeah. Uh, there's many other people there. Dax Harwood has been a shining light. Both of them have, whenever they've showed up on AEW, who have not had the consistency of uh, a WWE in terms of proper headlines and consistent. Oh, good. So I'm going to pick, just because, again, got people talking, I guess, and that's what we need, right? Click, mm -hmm. click, click, click. Mm -hmm. Is Mr. Dax Harwood. Oh. Full wrestler of the year. The, the banger he had with Pac. Things out of my mind. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. So the other ones there, the six mans with uh, Punk. Yeah. Well, they've been there. They've been that, almost yeah. like Forrest Gump. Whenever <laughs> something hot's been happening, they've been in the background, just nonchalantly yeah. doing their thing and doing it very, very excellently. My pick was, and I'm very surprised no one went for it because that's why a great thing about wrestling opinions, why I think it's obvious, isn't that? Was Moxley yeah, by I mean, far and away um, the best thing about AEW? And to help them, the most consistent thing about AEW. Yeah. What's that? Someone injured? Get Moxie. CM Punk's dogs bitten one of the books? Get John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> need, need a great promo about anything? Get John Moxley. Yeah. He's been able, yeah. he's just, they've gone to him and. Hey, we need to put over wheelie bloody Utah. We're not going to do anything afterwards, but want you do your best? <laughs> Absolutely. Want you to fall off the ramp? Get John Moxley. So, um, again, to me, I thought it was a really obvious pick. I hope he takes a nice long holiday this time oh, next I... year. He deserves his holiday now. No, AW needs him. <laughs> Every single week, they need him. So, I would have said him. Just to show I'm able to... What's the expression? Um, eat your hubris or whatever. Not necessarily eat Rollins, but I had as someone to... And I hate doing it, but as someone as who could have won Wrestler of the Year, and I'm just going to see your reactions as an honorable mention, Chris Jericho. Oh, he could. Ooh. Last year I wanted to strangle him, <laughs> and this year I'm like, bloody hell, you've he been great. Yeah. No, he could have been most improved. Weirdly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. actually a good shout. Yeah, the match with Ishii, the promos with JAS, just all the other stuff you Kingston. did. Kingston, Kingston, him on pay per view. It's like, who are you? Did mm. you just kill the other Jericho? Replace yourself with him? <laughs> The he, I think it's Claudio? a Benjamin, but he's going to start aging backwards now. And yeah. then it, it, soon we'll have, like, he'll go back through all of his gimmicks. Yeah. That'd be really good. He needs to the criticism got better. God, hell what health scare did he have this time last year? Because sign me up for that. I'll go, I'll go <laughs> through <laughs> that if that's the result afterwards. <laughs> he, he went to Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> he was in England when it happened, but I forgot what it was. It was yeah. 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 He went, we're not, we're not laughing get, at it. We're I, just laughing at the fact he went through it and then got better afterwards. Yeah, and then after Newcastle. Yeah. But it is. some mushy peas and that was it. Ah, so. Yes, rest of the half year as well was Mr. Dax himself. But there was Ross's pick then, and I've co-opted it. was voted it. by the patrons because I had oh, yeah, that's right. I had Harwood. Takeshita was on there. I think. Matthew had Belair. Was it Andy? Andy. Andy had Takeshita, and mm. was it you had Moxley? I had Moxley then. Yeah. I've oh. switched off him now. I've I, gone a bit weird with it. Yeah. The other ones I had, just honorable mention, if you want to mention any others, Seamus, obviously, mm. uh, Sammy, yeah. Mm. Uh, Runner-up as well, just because you you were your stardom. Obviously, be more preferences and more viewability there. El Geo del Vikingo. Oh, in oh, uh, AAA. What a machine. Yeah, I think yeah. the only thing I'd set him back is he was injured and still was only capable of three-and-a-half-star matches with a broken <laughs> back, bloody hell. And also the fact that we just heard now he's supposed to be having his American indie tour, I think maybe the first ever, and AAA has said... Uh, 
yeah, those matches can't appear on your streaming services. So Ooh. it's like, ah, that really, when Pentagon did that, uh, Pentagon Jr., so apologize. Uh, he, that was Pentagon Zero. Yeah. I just want Pentagon because who knows what his name Pender, is now. Yeah. yeah, him. Good old Penty. Um, <laughs> when he did that, that obviously broke. A lot, sorry, opened a lot of doors for him. Yeah. But now with El Geo, I'm not sure that's going to help. But oh, the one-man gift machine himself. Uh, was there anybody else you had? Um, so New Japan's not had the best year, but I don't think they've had the worst one either. It feels like they're maybe getting back on track a little bit. And I think the standouts in New Japan have probably been Shingo and Osprey and maybe Okada as well. So like the usual suspect. Yeah. Um, and because I nominated Stardom for promotion of the year, I'll shout out Suri for her big, long, year-long title reign that's gone really well. And um, I'm sure there's more, but I can't think of any right now. Joe Hendry. Yeah. That's the catchiest theme of the year. Yes. <laughs> oh, him just showing up at North to defend the Impact. Digital uh, Media. Digital Media, thank you very much. Digital Media title in that little anarchy yeah. brewery I and believe stuff like in that. Him. Yeah. Um, not because he's genuinely good, just to give a mention. Uh, man like Doris. Man like Doris. Again, because I've barely watched any UK and Irish wrestling this year, uh, because it's rubbish. But Manak Darius is one of these guys who I wish, if the lockdown hadn't happened, he'd be main eventing. Right. He'd be on everyone's lips. But right now, he's just, oh, that really good bloke who's just more charisma than the entire office combined. And there's so much charisma in this office. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can wrestle like no one's business. And I think he's really lovely. I'll, I've thought of one as well. Go on. That's another one. Um... Oh man, it's gone. Oh no, 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 no! I can get it. I can get it. Oh, Carmelo Hayes, the A champ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh god, that's a, such a good pick as well. Yeah. And in turn, obviously Andre Chase, who no, who, who no. beat him this year, <laughs> clean. Yeah. Yeah. While wearing slacks. Yeah. <sighs> yes, he did. <laughs> and he beat William Regal's actual son. <laughs> yep. Well, there's near slacking with us. <laughs> bloody hell. So, we hope you've enjoyed the prestigious, the fourth annual. Obviously, why would you just think that? So. Who were the previous wrestlers of the year been? Do we know? If yeah. Who was the first wrestler? Osprey. Osprey. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. sorry, yeah. not Osprey, Phoenix. Phoenix. 20. 21 was Sheamus. 20 was a blur. Was that, was that either? <laughs> was it that, really was. was. I have 20, no idea. Was 20 either Osprey or Nick Jackson, whichever one went out of those. Two. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think <clears> that okay. was. Oh, yeah. that, that's, yeah. I think it might have been Nick, but I don't know. No, I don't think Nick won. I oh, was it Will? Dejected. Right. Yeah. So, Phoenix, maybe Osprey. Then I think that was the year when Osprey was in like the Super Junior and the G One and every did everything. Yeah, was he the it was he heavyweight champion as well? Was that the Maybe year? it was that yeah, year. Yeah, as well. yeah. And then uh, last year was Sheamus, and then this year. Twenty twenty was a blur for us all. But yes, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much. I'm glad we remembered it at the end there. And obviously we know. Oh, that's how we scroll down. Yeah, you've already started doing it. That's not a problem. Please let us know your alternative hmm. options. Who have we missed? Who's the glaring omissions? And why don't we think the same as you? That's because we. Our cultaholic. You can join us. Every, I love it. If you don't know what to say, just do that. It sounds really <laughs> emphatic. You can join us and listen to us every single Friday on whatever services you listen to podcasts or right here on YouTube. As Ross likes to say, this has been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been myself. This has been the Culties. See you next year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. It is the 30th of December today. Hootenanny. Mm, Hootenanny. Night. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.